Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello and welcome to the Six Show Podcast, Kobe in Copenhagen. My name is Owen. My co-host Marius is still very busy with a festival, but fear not, he will be back next week. But in the meantime, I'm going to tell you about this podcast. This podcast is a modern guide to living in Copenhagen, and we talk about Denmark, and we talk about Scandinavia, and we talk about lots of things because it's 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 an evolving, moving, uh, a state of flux. Uh, culturally, uh, spiritually, uh, socially, and all those other things. Uh, this week, we're going to. Uh, Talk to a good friend of ours, uh, Trent Coelli. Uh, he has been on the show many times before as a cultural expert. He has a company called Glocal, where he helps uh, companies uh, with their uh, employees learn about integration and cultural understanding and and and, and these quite quite interesting topics. Um, but he's not going to talk about culture per se this week. He's going to talk about moving. Trent Coelli moved from Ama in Copenhagen to Ulshel. Uh, out by uh, Hulbeck, which is about uh, an hour west of Copenhagen, and he bought a house. Uh, yes, yes, he's bought a house, one of those um, mystical, uh, magical things that people hear about and 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 we see pop up, but we can never understand who owns them. Trent Coeli has bought one, and he's going to tell us about the the transition period of moving from Copenhagen, the, the cosmopolitan world that is Copenhagen, to rural Denmark. Rural Denmark, a place that many uh, non-nationals that I know have, have 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 not actually been to or seen. So let's have a talk with Trent now, and and he's going to start off by telling us exactly how he ended up making this possible. <laughs> well, let me take you back a ways. Um, no, so for the last like I don't know two or three years, my and my girlfriend and I have been talking about um, moving out of Copenhagen or getting someplace bigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, for us, it was, you know, I mean, ideally, we would, you know, like to be around Copenhagen closer. Um, but given with what what we wanted out of life, you know, a bit more space, but especially because we're both international and in the sense that both our families come from outside of the country. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to have space to, like, host them and, like, have friends over and all that kind of stuff. Um, and there's just no way in hell we could have done that within Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, there's just we can't afford anything in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's uh, it's one of the interesting things about Denmark. Sometimes is like you know, perhaps as a expat, you look around and see people buying like our own age buying houses for three point seven million. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I got a mate who's doing that now, right? And he's younger than me, and and uh, in essence, you know, has a slightly lower pay packet than me. But you know, this guy can afford. 3.7 million crown uh, house and apartment. Mm-hmm. But then you look at like the, like I've, because I've been like, how can this be? Mm. Um, why can't I get a loan for that much, you know? Um, but I think yeah, it, it sort of dawned on us that I think a lot of locals um, have or like got a lovely nest egg from the folks or stuff they've already saved up. So sort of like, okay, this is why we feel kind of weird about like, why can't we, why do we have to go so far out of Copenhagen to afford something bigger when everyone else seems to be just buying it up like it's fucking potato chips. Uh-huh. Um, so once we realized that, we kind of felt a little bit, a little bit more like, okay, we're not, we're not weird or, or whatever. 
that you know we want to go outside like of Copenhagen far far away it's just the circumstances we have mm-hmm. um so that's what pushed us further and further out uh and you know originally we were looking for anywhere um between you know 40 minutes to an hour away by car mm-hmm. um because we're like okay the prices at that time were low and you know there's a lot of houses on the market that could have been a potential whatever um and then uh, and then yeah then we realized uh oh, sorry then corona hit uh-huh. basically um and then those those same houses we were looking at were going up in price and sort of disappearing very very quickly um so we thought oh well that's not gonna that's not gonna happen in the next couple of years right mm. we'll have to wait like five years until we can afford a place that's bigger Anyway, we still sort of looked at houses as they popped up. So, so, sorry, can I can I ask what what was your what was your um, like um, range at this stage? When what 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 were the ones that are being uh, gobbled up? Yeah, yeah, you're talking price. Or yeah, price. Yeah, price. So we're talking one point four, And you saw an increase. So you, yeah. you had a play a few places on, like you had your eye on a few places, but they started being bought up when Corona happened. Yeah, so Corona, Corona just like it, I mean, we can sort of see it, the effects of it now, but it just fucking flipped the the the, the uh, housing market. Yeah, um, and just like people were were tearing things off the shelves, basically. Um, at least that's a feeling you get, right? I mean, <clears throat> and also like all the um, the people we would ring, what do you call them, the real estate agents? Yeah, they'd be flat out to a point where they would just be like, you know, we've already had fifty people ring us about this one place it's probably not worth coming out kind of thing um so yeah it's uh it was was absolutely nuts at some point um and we uh we ended up sort of like we like i said we were still looking around for places between you know the one to 1.4 million that's what we could afford and that's like that'll buy you fucking nothing in copenhagen or any like even close to copenhagen would buy you fucking squat Uh um So we were looking around, and you know, some prop- like some of the properties around that time for that price were like you know, three uh, hectares uh, of land, um, and like a four bedroom house kind of thing, right? mm-hmm. um, 40 minutes away from Copenhagen. But like I said, they kept rifling off the shelves, and then we uh, we uh, we sort of just randomly seen this place we're in now, and um, you know, because we kind of kept looking just for the sake of it, also getting a bit of experience house hunting in that. Yeah. And then this place has popped up, and we're like, "Fuck, this is this is kind of what we want." Mm-hmm. So we um, we kind of we made a we went to the bank and said, "This is the price." Um, it was under a million, right? Well, okay. Um, under a million. It was. Uh, it's a five bedroom house, two hundred and fifty two square meters. Did I just say five hundred and fifty two? I meant one mansion. <laughs> Yes, we bought, we actually bought half of Zealand. <laughs> no, so it was about that big. And then the, the grounds itself is like 1.7, sorry, 1,700 square meters. Wow, right, okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's a it's a decent size and for under a, under a million, right? I mean, wow. yeah. there's just no way we could have done that closer. And now, and now we have everything we kind of wanted um to sort of you know take next step in life right so mm-hmm. now we have space for when our family visits we can host friends and that kind of thing um of course the downside is we're an hour away from copenhagen mm. and by default an hour away from friends and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. right? uh and and the you know the convenience that being in a city gives you 
so I mean that's that's the that's the downside of it. But I mean the 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 upside is now I have a garden. I mean there's there's nothing so tranquil as digging a fucking hole. Yeah. Just dig a hole. <laughs> yeah. Right. You put a plant in there. You fucking cover it again. You watch it grow, and you're like, I did that. I am God. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just this fantastic. You're uh, one with sensation. one with the earth. One with Mother Nature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I just I bought like a a, a, a fireplace yesterday. Like, yeah. You know those big metal uh, dishes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For and the garden, I mean, you mean? Like, uh, hey. For the garden. Yeah. 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 And, and and like I was, we were cooking outside last night. Like mm. I made damper. Damper is like an Australian uh, bush bread. Mm. Um, I think in Denmark it's got a similar thing called snowball. But uh, yeah, you, you cook it in a Dutch oven, a camp oven, <laughs> in coals and stuff. So just yeah. doing shit like that is stuff that I missed and I haven't been able to do for ten years. And now I'm sort of back into doing that kind of stuff. So that was that was that's really nice, just to like sit with a fucking glass of wine around a fireplace in your own garden, mm. right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can't see the neighbors. So I, I I got I got two two questions. So that that all sounds like you got what you wanted. You got a place. You got a for a good price. You got land. You got you, you got the, the the ideal situation for what you were yeah. trying to achieve. But now, Absolutely. from from that point comes the reality of your new life, right? So the right. two questions with that. One is, yeah. how does it feel to be? Both of you, but your partners were like being non-Danes moving to um, a place like Holbeck, which is you know not on the map for 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 inter- for internationals, right? You don't you you say Holbeck to someone who who comes to Denmark, they don't know where you're talking about, right? Uh, right. So well, like, I mean, I can do one better than that. Say Oldhill. That's actually where we live. Yes. Okay. Right. So yeah, even yeah. Okay. There's the my point. I don't even <laughs> like. I have to use the smaller like Holbeck is the closest place I can say that I know. Um, so like, it, it, what's what's the mental transition from being uh, in a, a very cosmopolitan place like Copenhagen, where it's it's somewhat norm to be a non-Dane and you can hear English being spoken every corner to where you are now. And then on the flip side of that, what is the um, reception you've received from your neighbors and, and your local community and what's your local community like? Yeah, I mean, I think those two questions, are they're a bit contingent on something and that is how involved are you in the local community, yeah. right? Um, and I think for us, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking very locally That's not a plug. It's an actual <laughs> word. But, <laughs> um, where we're like, you know, sure, we live here, but, you know, we have roots everywhere. You know, we've got family outside. We've got people in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, there's not a strong desire to, to get involved in the local community too much. Okay. And that's sometimes that's also like shouting like blasphemy mm-hmm. uh, when you move out to the country. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, it really depends. Like, just to sort of jump around your question a bit. So the. The, the neighbors we have, the, the ones that live here permanently, so we live in a summer house area. It's like one of the one of the only full-time or full all-year houses in a summer house area. So we're actually kind of is it, know, it, it, alone. Is there, it's, it's, um, it, so was your, sorry, just on a, a little like, like side note to that. There's, yeah. you can't live in a summer house all year, right? There, there's different like rules and regulations for, right. for houses, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so there's different different rules for, for summer houses and full-time houses. Right. Uh, so you can't live in a summer house all year round unless you're retired or um, someone who's, you know, on, you know, stopped work early because of sickness or something. Okay. Um, so then you can live in it permanently. But otherwise, no, you can't. Mm. Um, but this place was here before the summer house area existed. Ah, okay. So it built up around this house, this premises, right? Okay. So, okay. 
exactly. So it, it's this. We've got basically, and this is going to sound like everything I just said has been a lot of crap. We live in a in a converted pigsty, <laughs> a literal converted pigsty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we were told, uh, and the main farmhouse in quotes is sort of just over the hedge, and that's the neighbours uh, who we met who have that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're uh, they're very nice. Uh, they're an old like everyone over here, like. I'm I'm the person with you know the least amount of grey hair in, in the area, um, yeah. and I say that you know respect. No, I don't. What am I saying? But anyway, so we've got, we've got and his name's Renee and Mybert, and they're very very sweet. Um, and they were like like okay, so one of the things that happen, we know you got good neighbours, right? And mm. this is something that I think it's maybe you wouldn't get in Copenhagen. Mm. Um, is uh, we ordered some like uh, some soil. Right, because mm-hmm. we need more soil around. Because you know we're adults doing gardens, and you've got to buy extra soil. Apparently, so we did. That. There isn't enough soil just outside in the ground. You need to go buy more. <laughs> you, need, you need to get some outside soil. You know? Yeah, so put that down. Make make mounds and shit. Um, but so we got, and it comes in like these big bags, which big bags, right? They yeah, big bags, and they're on a pallet. And um, we ordered it. And they deliver it to you, and they're like, you know, we're talking 3,000 liters of soil. So it's really fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. You can't just drag that shit. So the delivery guy, apparently, um, I was at work, or I was out shopping or something. Mm. Delivery guy comes, and he dumps it in the, in the, in the, in the property, and then leaves again. And when I, when I got back, I realized, or I seen where he fucking dumped it. It was in the middle. We have a driver that goes from the, 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 the road, and then sort of um, sort of has a snake over to the house where you actually park the car. Uh-huh. And he dumped it before it, like, like about 10 meters in front or behind the road, like up the driveway, 10 meters up the driveway, in the middle of the driveway. Right. Perfect. Nice. So you couldn't go around it. Yeah. The wor- the literally, literally the worst place you could put it in that location. There was grass all around. There was, but he put it right there. Yeah, and uh, and it was just the stupidest shit of it. <laughs> and but anyway, then my my neighbor came running over when he seen me, um, like, like come in, and I think he noticed also. My I just stopped the car and looked at this thing shaking my head. Yeah. In the car. And he came over and he's like, "I tried to stop him. I tried to stop him." <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Yeah." He says, "I seen him put it down. I'm like you can't put that there." But I, I raced over and he was already gone. Um. So, uh, so yeah, then he said, oh, how about, you know, I said, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do. I said, I, I can't get the car in, mm. you know, our charging points up there for the car. Um, you know, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. He's like, okay, you know what? I'll come over with two shovels and a wheelbarrow tomorrow and we'll get rid of it. Um, wow. He, we haven't met each other before this stage. Yeah. So he's just like, you know, I'll come over with two shovels. Sure enough, 10 o'clock the next day, he comes over with two shovels, one of which he gave me. Mm. Um and two wheelbarrows and then we just uh we basically i think we used like an hour and a half just transporting the transporting the dirt from from one spot to another and then covering that and then i had a clear driveway um so yeah we, we got real lucky with that and, and they've i think they've had international experience right he used to tell he told me he used to live in dubai and did a lot of traveling okay that kind of stuff he was an older fella he's yeah. an older fella. yeah and um, so i think we we kind of lucked out there um a few of the, I've met a few other of the neighbors who seem, you know, more like your classic reserved country Danes yeah. <laughs> um, kind of thing. But I mean, still, still happy for a chat if you start it. Um, 
but otherwise the local communities here is kind of spread out it's it's a weird area because it's a summer house area we don't mm. live next to people right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but but I mean I'm I am I just joined or I'm not just joining I'm initiating along with a friend of mine who lives up here coincidentally. Um, we're starting a Tilsuda um, network or a um, you know a newly moved here network yep. yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Um, which is because there's apparently a lot of people who've moved up here since Corona. And is that is that open for everyone like Danes and non-Danes and and like whoever's yeah, just it's moved? Yeah, everyone. So it's all, all all this story I'm telling you has all happened in Danish, right? Yeah. Uh, every single bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this this one is too, and they're um, you know, it was interesting. This the first meeting we had because you know I was, I was expecting people around our age, you know, who've moved up for the same reasons. We wanted more space, and um, but it wasn't. It was like two other people. Like, so the, the original um, meeting we had was just the planning group, mm-hmm. people who were interested in building this network, um, and it was. Um, we were five people, me, my girlfriend, and uh, two women, and Nastasha, who was uh, the, the head of it, right? She's the, with the commune. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I realized these, the, you know, the, our stories were very different as to why we moved here. Um, so these two other women who had not met each other uh, had almost identical stories as to how they ended up out in the country. And were they, they were they both, both Danish? In, they were both Danish. Yeah. They both lived in Copenhagen. Yeah. Um, they had summer houses out here, decided they would move out here um, when Corona here. They like, oh, may as well kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then realized they had cut themselves off <laughs> from everyone. Okay. Um, well, they, that was their own self-realization. Whereas yeah. I was kind of like, oh, okay, I moved here because I wanted space. I mean, I haven't cut myself off. I don't think like all my friends are still over there. Um, and I still see them when I can and yeah. all this kind of thing. But then the, there's this... I'm ranting. You just stop me. If no, no, no. Before, this right? is no, but no. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. Keep going. No. So, so one of the, I think one of the really interesting things, and one of these things that we've also bantered about before, is distance, right? Mm-hmm. This idea of distance. And for me, moving an hour away doesn't necessarily has to have a ha, has to have an effect on have to have an effect on uh, on friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or relations with with people because it's like it's just an extra trip in the car, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, if if people, if if you organize your time well, I I like I I think I think that's oh, yeah. I think that's easier said than done with the the, the like e- if you have that spare hour for transport for moving then then it, because I can imagine it be if if it was only by train or something like this you know mm. anyway sorry that's that's you're right you're right I mean I, I totally hear but I think you know when you think about how long it takes to get from one side of Copenhagen to Lubu for example yeah. Um, that's that's an hour, yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it is it is true. I mean, it is uh, an investment in time, also. But but, but and, and of course, you see each other less. Yeah. That's there's no doubt to that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just a very different feeling, a very different. Um, I'm sorry, uh, you well, you were saying that they they so they kind of didn't take that into consideration and they didn't plan for like they're like oh we've moved out here and this is where we are now. Yeah, it seemed kind of like that, right? Huh. Um, I mean, they both were very, you know, great people. It's yeah. not like they hadn't thought it through. They just, I think they just it took them by surprise, I think. You know, mm. also the fact that meeting meeting friends out here um, would also be very difficult. Mm. Uh, because, you know, in Copenhagen, you, you trip over, you know, different associations people as you, you walk know. down the street. Yeah, absolutely. And you can join and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, yeah. here it's it's not quite the same right it's very much that sort of local local community thing hmm. um there's not a lot of interest-based organizations that you can just join yeah hmm. um and that's where a lot of people you know get their networks and stuff in copenhagen they yeah, join yeah. an interest group or something yeah. like that uh, how, but that's how, not quite the case out here how often do you get back into copenhagen now because you work you oh, work north work of copenhagen there. yeah exactly so i work in Lundgren. yeah um So no, we we've we've been back a couple of times in the last week. Um, I've just gone back and forth. There's a saying which I just heard from two separate people out here. Yeah, uh, which I found was interesting. They both said the same thing. Um, they said it, it's always farther from uh, Copenhagen to here than it is from here to Copenhagen. <laughs> uh, and I, I had to think about that for a second. I'm like, but it's the same distance. Um, But yeah, it's like people who live here are like, let's go for a trip to Field Shopping Center and and, uh, and see a movie yeah. and hang around a bit yeah. and then come back in the afternoon, right? Yeah. Um, but getting people to come out here, it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's going to like uh, pack a bag, you know. Fuck, you know, it's going to be, you know, I'll get back late, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was a really, uh, really, really apt way of putting it. Mm -hmm. oh. um, I forget where I was going with it. Yeah. <laughs> What about from your from your cultural, uh, like so? You, 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 we've had you on the show many times as a cultural expert, and you you've you've kind of um, uh, a lot of experience analyzing uh, cultural differences and stuff like. That. What what can you, what have you kind of um, uh, glimmer like gleamed from from your experience so far? What what do you see any like major changes in your life? Oh, well, of course, you've there's major changes, but what have you kind of picked up on a cultural <laughs> side of things? I mean, not not too much because I haven't been too active yet. And the reason I haven't been too active, like I said, is it's not a huge desire there for me. Mm. Um, but but uh, you know, um, I've been super busy with work and going back and forth to Lungbu and all that, and yeah. doing stuff at to the house and things. But I mean, I think I definitely noticed there's a lot more. Um, there seems to be like small talk seems a bit more prevalent here okay. people are better at it <laughs> okay okay no all right yeah 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 yeah. i think it's been yeah, I mean, yeah it's, necessary right yeah I, mean, I, i think so like people are not afraid to initiate a conversation mm. it seems um and just sort of get a bit more just feel a bit more human but um but otherwise i mean not so much right now um i haven't i haven't had a chance to sort of really get into the nitty-gritty a mm. mate of mine uh, is a vice inspector at the rhythmic high school in v uh -huh. um that's the closest i've gotten to really uh getting involved in any kind of local community or anything like that yeah um but yeah no i i don't have a lot to report on there we've been fairly fairly uh you know self uh reliant here the last uh six months i think it's been six months now since we mm. moved here um because you know I, that's one other thing when you buy a house you kind of don't realize how much fucking shit there is to <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got your hands full. It's, just, it took me It's one massive project you live in. Yeah, it, it really is. And I really haven't had time to think about anything else. So it's just stuff like, like, you know, okay, we needed to fix something called the mooning, which is, you know, on a straw roof, you have that stuff on top of it, on top of the straw. There's like, like a little hat goes along. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was missing. I didn't know what it had a fucking name, but that's and it was a separate part. Of it. So we had to get that fixed. Yeah. We had to buy some stuff for the house. We had to read. We had to strip some fucking wallpaper. Seriously, and I'm not. I'm not practical, right? <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm. You know, I used to be. I guess back when I lived in Australia in the country, but 
these days my hands are just like fucking spoons, you know, <laughs> trying to cut a steak. It doesn't work. Yeah. So I, I like, you know, one of the things we did first was in one of the the first like uh, summer holidays we had here, mm-hmm. or the first one, we wanted to redo the um, the lounge room because it was like this beautiful salmon wallpaper, you know, salmon colored wallpaper. You feel like you're in a fucking sushi roll. Love it. Love right? it. Uh, and it was it was a bit crumbly and crumbly and whatever, and it looked kind of daft. So we're like, okay, let's let's strip the wallpaper and then you know redo everything. You know, spackle the the walls up and all that kind of stuff. And we did that, you know, by looking at YouTube, like how do we do this and how do we do that? And I'm like, it's gonna take like four days, no problem. Two fucking weeks later, <laughs> we were almost done. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, right. Two so. So it might, I might be a bit presumptuous to give to ask of your um, your cultural uh, thesis of uh, rural um, Jutland or Zealand right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, touch base with me again in in, in six months, and I'll <laughs> we actually have another meeting with this Tilthora network thing yeah. uh, next week. So I think once that gets off the ground, I'm going to have my fingers a little bit more into the local community. Yeah. Um, uh, finally, see what's going on. finally, can you can you tell me like have you Have you grown more roots in Denmark since you bought the house? Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you feel more yeah, like... Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. I, again, we, we kind of really kind of trying to like keep that global mindset. It's like, this is a home, but it's also a place that we live in, which is a base for other things. Okay, so it, it, you, you keep kind of a transient frame of mind throughout. Yeah, this. good word. I yeah. like that, transient. Yeah. Um, Yeah, basically. Um, <clears throat> but and there's another thing, like when you when you've been renting pretty much your whole adult life. Yeah. Um, it takes a little while before you realize that you can do things in the house. Yeah. Like change change just, things like, for yourself, like change things the way you, you can, want it. Yeah. Yeah. You can drill a hole and you can put up that and you can tear that down and yeah, do, dig fucking holes, whatever it might be. Mm. So you know, I guess maybe maybe a little bit of root filling will come after. I mean, it's only just starting to feel like. You know, home now because mm-hmm. we're just starting to get all the furniture the way we want it, and the walls the way we want it, and the bathroom the way we want it, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a process. But right now, I think no, me personally, it's uh, it's a home and it's going to be a home, but it's uh, it's nothing that I would say is going to help me throw roots down. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Well, that that's. That's it. That's 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 the answer I was looking for. I mean, that's that's fascinating. Um, listen, Trent. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you as always, Trent. Well, we are our cultural expert. Uh, I'm very happy to hear no that this is this has worked out in your favor when it is incredibly difficult for people to to purchase a house in in Denmark and uh, and and it's really nice to mm. hear because every like I I, I um, a friend of mine is from Jutland and uh, we talk about. Yeah. Uh, renting and buying places in Copenhagen all the time and she looks at a yeah. place in Fredericksburg and she's like oh you could buy this studio or you could buy a mansion in Jutland so yeah, I mean yeah. oh, no. we did that we did that trick too it's, it's yeah. depressing yeah <laughs> so get a job with Lego maybe and then you can go buy a mansion yeah but but I mean you know just people like you know we didn't have a lot of savings either like yeah. I mean we were so just to say we did we never thought we'd be able to buy or I never thought I'd be able to buy this yeah um But but yeah, we, we I guess we hit it at the right time. But yeah, nice. for anyone listening, just give it a fucking shot. Come out and join me in the country. It'll be fun. 
Well, there you go. All right, the open invitation. Mr. Coeli, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we will hopefully speak to you within another six months or so, maybe less, uh, and get a get a yeah. nice um, uh, uh, cultural thesis of um, life in Denmark once again. Absolutely. Love to do it. Thank you very much to Trent Coeli. Always fascinating conversations with him, even if it's about really boring adult stuff like buying a house and building a garden. That is this episode of Kobe in Copenhagen. Uh, my name is On. I will be back on Friday with the news roundup. Yes, every Friday we have a news roundup on CIC where we give you the latest news around Denmark and Scandinavia. And then on Monday after that, we will have another interview. Stay tuned for all of those things. And in the meantime, stay coping.